everybody. Welcome to Coming Up Roses. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kelly. And today is Sunday, March 12th, 2023. Welcome to episode 91. We are three weeks since our last episode. Uh, last week was... Only two weeks. Was it two weeks? It feels like three weeks. We recorded a show, but we never no, produced the it. last one, Our Sweet 16, was two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Well, then we're on, we're on track. Great. We did record a cooking video and I never posted it. Yeah. Yeah. We were making... <laughs> what were we making that was so good? Uh, we made cornbread, but it was just out of a box. Yeah, the crusty ass. <laughs> no, it wasn't cornbread. It was um beer bread. Beer bread, just yeah. from a mix, nothing special. We just added water, and or beer. Beer. And then um, there was something else we made too. It was good, but I think I, it was it that casserole thing we made. Yeah, I don't remember. The husband's is alive. Anyway, it didn't seem like a very challenging cooking video, or we didn't really do anything spectacular, and yeah. I just actually never edited it together. Yeah. It went nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but we were at a whole new location. We were in the kitchen and everything. Yeah. It was, it was, and, uh, you know, some trying to do something different didn't really work out. So we here don't, we are. Well, I don't cook. Kevin cooks, but Kevin's version of cooking is create the biggest mess possible in the shortest amount of time just by throwing everything on high. It works out though. And use every bowl possible and then drip everything all over the floor. It was a little easier with Chloe in the house when Chloe, we used to have a dog, Chloe. She was a lab, um, but she would eat anything. So whatever it was, it fell to the floor. She, it's fine because Chloe got it. Tilly's a little bit more selective about what she picks up off the floor. I'm not even talking about food. I'm talking about like when you rinse a bowl out and then you just. Without uh, even water? drying it, you just walk it across, and then there's water all over the floor, and it's like, good lord, dude. Yeah. It's just a major cleanup effort after Kevin cooks, which I guess is one step up for me because I just don't cook. Yeah, your choice. You know, I let the restaurant pizza <laughs> make all the mess and clean it up and just bring it to me. So, speaking of restaurants, we went to uh, a place that we've been, it, they opened up just before the pandemic, which tells you, shit, that is some horrible timing, right? <laughs> uh, it used to be an Applebee's. We saw them remodel it, and then they opened up literally two weeks before everything shut down. And finally, we just went in there Friday mm-hmm. with Friday. Robin and Troy, and uh, it did not disappoint. It was good. It was, it was a place really called Grand Maya. It's uh, Mexican. You just we have a lot of Mexican restaurants around here. And you had a hankering. A lot. I've had that lately. Like I had just a craving for steak. Mm-hmm. And then I had a craving for fajita nachos, which I just was like, I want Mexican food. So mm-hmm. we ended up going out for Mexican food. Um, yeah. The fajita nachos were good. I get that. We were out in about a couple of weeks back. and I Margaritas just, were better. I had to have some of that uh, uh, Royal Farms fried chicken. And we drove all the way out to Chesapeake. Because they ain't opened up the haunted chicken, but they ain't, it, ain't, it ain't done yet. It ain't done yet, folks. Mm. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, I had a day on Friday. Mm. Um, <laughs> you did. And I mean, it wasn't all bad, but I did have a child take a few steps toward me with the chair raised up over her head like she's going to throw it at me. And she didn't, thankfully, but um, I was kind of done. By the end of the day, Friday, and so yeah, 
we were supposed to meet our friends at five o'clock and Kevin picked me up from school at quarter to four-ish yeah, around in there I somewhere. Took, I took half a day off. And uh, I was like, I could just go and start drinking. And I don't drink, no. I mean, maybe once a year yeah. will I order a drink at dinner. And I got a margarita that was so good. Yeah, it was really good. I took a sip because uh, I, I, I quit drinking a while back, but uh, I took a sip of it. It wasn't strong and it was good flavor. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. I ordered a second one yeah. and I never, I mean, it, it was the last time I had margaritas at a Mexican place. It was so Robin strong that one of them made me <laughs> like, I can't drive myself home. And we had to call. I yeah. had to call Kevin to come and get me. Um. Yeah, y'all. Went I to just book posted club. a reel up on Instagram, and I'm already getting love for it, which is nice. I have a reel on Instagram that's gotten thirty three thousand views. Yeah, more than we've gotten on every show <laughs> that we've produced here uh, combined. Our viewership doesn't equal what she's. Got is that gone viral? That. Would you say thirty three thousand views is a viral? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yes. Uh, anyway, no, it's not enough for where they're going to be like talking about on the news. You no, reach, like, we didn't have my face in it. I never said a word. So, um, three million. I views. had two margaritas, a lot of chips and cheese, and then fajita nachos, which was more chips and cheese. And I saw it on the scale the next day, but it's already gone. Yeah. So, um, and I, had, I don't uh, feel I woke up this morning feeling really happy with myself because. I was like, oh, I had fun. I, you know, showed a little bit of weight change in the upwards direction, but it came right back off. So it probably just was a lot of sodium and water and that kind of stuff. But, um, and I had a uh, seafood chimichangas, which if you go there, I'm you getting try those it. chimichangas really... next. They, they look so, so good. good. They, they're perfectly cooked shrimp and crab meat and, 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 and this, uh, I guess it's a cheese sauce. We're going to have to do so And good. it wasn't all, well, our friends think we're like super sweet and paid. I don't know why they did that, but next yeah. time we go, it's on us. But yeah. um, they really wasn't that expensive. The menu prices weren't that bad. No, everything was under fifteen dollars. Yeah, so um, even they had steak in there that was under twenty. We'll uh, definitely be going back there. Mm -hmm. It was comfortable. It was nice. Nice, well lit, clean. Mm -hmm. Of course, we were the first people in there because we got there at four thirty. What we're discovering is the <laughs> thing that old people have known forever. If you go early enough. Fucking just, it's nice. You get waited on <laughs> like a queen and a king because you're the only people there. You know, the food mm -hmm. all is all fresh because they just started cooking for the night. Yeah. You don't have to wait for a table. It's not loud. We've we are definitely getting, getting old. old. <laughs> We're definitely getting we old. We're all together. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was nice. That's that was a nice, nice way to end the day. I will say the tequila absolutely made me feel better. So after the day five stars grand maya <laughs> i even did a yelp review so i got a few yelp reviews you look me up on yelp i've got like 50 some odd reviews and some of them get quite a few looks so <laughs> just trying to compete with my instagram reels no i can't i can't <laughs> there's no way i'm not going to hit thirty thousand people i can barely get 50 people on this a week it's so. interesting a lot of people have started following me because of the reel because it'll come up and it'll say so and so followed you from this reel and they're just they all seem like fake names to me. It might be a bot. Uh, it could be. I mean, I don't have any conversation and I'm not like, no one's messaging me. There's another one. 
Ooh, someone left a comment. Oh, shit. Says, can I share it? Inbox me. I don't think so. I think I shared it. Yeah. Virginia family commented, can I share it? Inbox me. I don't know what that Virginia is. See, I'm so, what? I'm so like cautious. Yeah, because you never know. There's so much shitty on the, on the internet. Yeah. And I mean, There's... I don't have really any personal information. And these videos don't even have my face and they're just my nails and I'm just put music over top of it so it's yeah. a, you know it does lead them to my color Free screen site music. so yeah yeah know. i mean all the stuff that instagram gives you to use as music yeah and then i download it and it never will download with the music and then i put it on tiktok and then i have to pick new music when i go to tiktok which that's an interesting uh model business model too so if you're a musician this is kind of interesting i think if you're a musician you put out a song or you had a song and you put it up and you allow people on TikTok to use it. And suddenly you chart again, you know, like you might, if it goes viral, it charts again, which is That's interesting. It? Well, it happened to that one that you, you've been singing lately about the pretty girls All walk like this. Pretty girls walk like Puts this. Puts on Facebook, on uh, uh, TikTok, next Aww. thing you know. Queen's new kitty kitties. Aww. Oh, good. My phone's full of good news right now. It was funny because before we sat down here, I was looking for like good things to share. And I was like, I just really can't find anything. And yeah. here's a video by one of my favorite jokers that I'm going to have to watch in a little while. Mm -hmm. I've gotten comments on my, here's how bad I am at Instagram. I don't even know where to find the comments at. And like they say, inbox me. It says inbox me, but I don't know. Oh, it's got three comments. Promote it on Virginia fans. Promote it on Virginia family. But a lot, of people, a lot of people are telling me to do that. I don't know what Virginia fans is. We'll have to check that out. I'll have to check it out. Um, so that's interesting because what is Virginia fans? Is that something like the uh, neighborhood app? You or? know, one of the other things I did, they asked if they said you should post it on there and promote it there. I mean, I don't know if it's, and I didn't really look into it because I don't trust anything. Yeah. Cause but, that's probably, I mean, I imagine there's localized apps out there. For, this is my, this is my, I'll turn the music off. Cause I'm sure there'll be some problem with uh, putting the music on, but it's just a little nail video. Just showing how I put my nails on. And you can't see the nails really very good in this, but they're the St. Patrick's Day. They look like this. They have little clovers on them. Yeah, that's all it is. I'm still selling Color Street, but the party thing, it's just not me anymore. So just try to find. It's hard to do, too. I think they exploded during the pandemic they because did. people wanted And it was so limited because mm -hmm. like, their, their um, supply was so low. Mm -hmm. That they would put out like a nail strip every day. Oh, this one's back in stock. And people were like watching to see which one was coming back. And then as soon as it went on, everybody would jump on it. And mm -hmm. they had a lot of like um, anticipation building up because everyone had nothing else to do. And then so. the, the pandemic but ended. Now and... they've gone off into hair, um, hand care things, and which I use. They're nail strengthener and all that kind of stuff lip stuff which i don't i don't really wear you can tell look i don't wear makeup 
And now they're doing cheeks. Because you're gorgeous. You don't have to. <laughs> I have a filter on this video. Right Again? Now. <laughs> yes. But uh, they have like a highlighter, you know, that you use here and here. And they have a bronzer. And of course, I bought it because I'll try it. But, I, you know, yeah. it's just really not me. And I don't know that any of my customers are interested in makeup. Probably not. So, but whatever. There's that. There is that. There is that. Um. I don't know what else. Uh, let's see. Yesterday was your first day. I'm gonna tell you what. Your new schedule. I'm not so sure. I'm gonna like it. I'm not. I know I'm not liking it. But you know, it's it's a ten hour shift. I don't. It like was not a ten, 10 hour, hour shift. shift. You were working for twelve hours yesterday. Because no. you log in at ten thirty, which means you're on your computer at ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and you're getting ready and you're logging in. So you're technically at work because you're not really free to do anything, right? Yeah. You didn't get off until ten o'clock last night. Well, I was stuck on a chat. I know. But you had one hour lunch break and then three little weird 10 minute breaks throughout the day. Yeah. Did it feel like you were working for 12 straight hours? Like It, it did. It seemed like a very long day. It really did. And then it, it was a six day stretch. Now, granted, I took off early Friday, which was nice. I'm glad I did. I, I kind of wish I took the whole day. But I took half the day off Friday which just because I didn't want to do six straight days of nothing but work. But, um, you know, you do call center work and you do 10 hours. I mean, it's 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 difficult. And customers on a Saturday, believe it or not, you people that know call centers, you got a couple of viewers that work call centers, you know this. But people on Saturdays are different than people on Monday through Friday. It just is. People wait to call on Saturdays because they don't realize that they can call any anytime. We'll tell them every time we're here 24-7 and they'll wait to call on or a Saturday. Or they think they can call and get someone out that day. So they wait till Saturday to call thinking they'll be home on Saturday. Yeah. This so, is, you know, don't call don't ahead of time and, and plan <laughs> for, for us to come today because everybody else in the fucking world just did the same thing, you know? It's crazy. And people are just... And they're generally unreasonable people. It's just it's just a different different mindset of customers, I think. You know, somebody who calls up Monday through Friday are a little bit more reasonable, in my opinion. So not not every customer, but most there's a it's a different mindset of people calling in, I think. Well, at least you're off today and then I'm off today and then Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, and then you're off Thursday, Friday. Then I'm off Thursday, Friday. And Friday. You should try to get Saturday off. You think? Yeah, you'd have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll take a look at it. Try. Yeah. <laughs> but I got to do I'm also looking to try to get some days off at the beginning of April. That's true. One day. You only need to get one day. You need mm-hmm. Wednesday. I need Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. Because if I can get Tuesday and Wednesday, then that's even better. That is even better. But I'll be off Tuesday. So and Michael's already got Monday off, I think. So. We're uh, working out our schedule live on the podcast. So that you know, my mother-in-law is going to California to visit her brother, which is nice. You know, great. She's going with Jen and Paul and the boys, which again, very nice. You know, good, good, uh, good time for them. But you know, Dad's not up for for traveling, so he's going to stay here. First of all, he, he's just can't function without her. I'm sorry. I love my father-in-law. That's been that's been true for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but even when he was super healthy back in the day, I mean, I remember about 10 years ago, you and her went on a little jaunt for uh like five or six days. And he just he 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 stops being able to function properly. 
He really is amazing. But, you know, it's not exactly true. He gets mopey. Yeah, he gets very mopey. Um, I don't know. Be it'll be a fun week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so. we'll be good though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mom goes on the thirtieth. On the thirtieth. Yeah. Thirtieth is going to be a busy day. For you. For me, I got to I got to take mom to the airport. Which luckily it's kind of like just dropping her off because what are you going to do at the airport? I mean, Norfolk, the way it works out, you go in, you're almost immediately going into the security and then you can't go back with her to the waiting area. So we might as well take off, right? Uh, and then I got a hot foot it to take dad to. You won't be too far away from his appointment though. Yeah, no, it's, it's almost right close. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I got hot foot it to, I think it's the foot doctor. Mm-hmm. The foot doctor. And, and the neurologist. The neurologist is about at one o'clock. So we'll probably take him to go get some lunch or something. And then go get you after we get done with the urology. I can drive myself to work that day. Okay. So you don't have to add that pressure to your day. Yeah, yeah do that. Dad's probably not going to want to be out that entire time either. So you'll probably come home in between. Yeah, it's probably better I take the van because it'll have his chair. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. And the handicap parking. Yeah, there's that too. So, um, St. Patrick's Day is coming up this week. Already got the uh, the the corn beef and corn beef, corn beef and hash, corn <laughs> beef and cabbage is already we got two good sized corn beefs too. Are we so, going to try to do that again? Cook two so we can have them for dinner the next night, and then yeah. have someone unexpectedly show up for dinner and eat all the corn beef. Yeah. <laughs> that happened to us. I, you know, we, I knew they were out in the freezer, and I just had a hankering. So we said, I said, let's cook those corned beef out there. And we, there was two of them. I was like, well, we're gonna have some ex- extra. Let's do uh, uh, Rubens, Rubens the, next the next night. And uh, somebody showed up at the door. Who the had, friends we that we haven't seen in a very like, long time, like ten years, show up at the door, and they wouldn't I mean, leave. That's what. That's <laughs> terrible. We didn't ask them to leave. No, that's true. Um. Yeah, but I mean, my house has always been that open door where yeah, people could just been. show up. Yeah. And when I was younger, they used to happen a lot. Yeah. As we've gotten older, that doesn't happen. With this too particular much person, a lot. Well, with a lot of people when yeah. I was younger, it was our ouch, our house that was a place, my foot. Yeah. I don't know what I did to my foot, but it hurts. Yeah. I feel like I broke a toe or something. Maybe you like. Bone. Like move the wrong way at night or whatever, trying to avoid kicking Tilly. I think I wore my flip flops last weekend and probably shouldn't have. Mm. I didn't do much walking in the flip flops, so I don't understand. I wore flip flops all summer and it didn't have a problem. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm lighter than I was then, so I don't know either. Mm. <laughs> Maybe pull on your toes because I remember one time I yeah, fell in the bathroom. I passed out in the bathroom because I was um, fucked up. Um, <laughs> no, I wasn't drunk or anything. I remember I was uh, dehydrated, dehydrated. and I passed out like three times, twice in the kitchen and once in the bathroom. When I passed out in the bathroom, I hurt my foot somehow, and I didn't realize. They even we even took it to get X-rays because it was just throbbing pain. Finally, I was just pulling on my toes, and one of them popped, and it felt instantly better. I was like, I must have dislocated a toe. <laughs> I don't want to pull on it. It hurts mm. when I. It doesn't hurt all the time, but when I move my toes a certain way, it's like it's like not actually my toes, but I don't know where my foot 
beats my toes. I don't know how to explain it, but it hurts. Yeah. Um, and it's both of them, but one is worse than the other. So I don't know. You want to do a foot bath later? A little mm, bit of hot water and some salt? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what this I is did. why you watch, folks. Real life happening <laughs> right now, live Thrilling. in front of you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was at school yesterday and was getting lesson plan templates ready for mm-hmm. like the next coming weeks. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to go all the way to the end of the school year. So I have the, the templates all set up in my folder online, my drive dated all the way to the last week. I'm ready. Bring it on. It's not even May. Uh, I'm ready for this. Uh, I'm hoping that the crowd of kids this year is pandemic related. Maybe next year's kids won't be quite so inept at social social stuff and I don't, I don't know, know if it's pandemic I think or if probably it's got at least one more year of that. We talked about it. We were talking about it the other day and I was like, it's these parents, a lot of parents that want to be friends instead of parents. Yeah. And so they don't they don't set up realistic views for their kids. You know, their kids basically get whatever they want. And then the parents don't ever really discipline them or show them boundaries. They don't teach them personal boundaries or behavioral boundaries. And these kids just don't know. And then when you, when I step in as a teacher who I, I mean, if they don't show authority, respect for authority to their parents are certainly not going to show it to me. And so you know, the thing in schools now is build a rapport, build a relationship. And I have good relationships with every one of my kids, but sometimes when they do something and I step in to correct them or give them a consequence, it sends them off into this, well, I'm going to show you kind of attitude where they just keep buckling down and buckling down and buckling down on the bad behavior to the point where I can't ignore it anymore. Yeah. And because usually if a kid is acting like that, I will tend to just ignore and not give the attention to it because that's generally usually what they want. But man, I have some that are like, they're in it for the long haul. And if you deal with a problem and they're just going to make the, they're just going to double down on that and make it twice as big of a problem. And I, no matter what you say, you can't get through to them. I mean, I, It's like, I don't even know. We go over all the classroom rules and the expectations and they can spit it back to me. They know it. They know all the strategies, they, all of this. And it goes right out the window the second they want to do something that they are not supposed to do. Cause then they just do it. And then they almost look at you like, what are you going to do about it? And really, what can I do about it? Yeah, I can take recess away which I'm not technically not supposed to do because they're supposed to have their recess time. But the way I look at that is you took your recess when you were goofing off when I was trying to teach. Um, But some of them don't even care about that. They just don't care. I think that's a societal thing. I think people uh, aim to remove consequence 
but you just can't. It's impossible to remove consequences. This is another thing that we talked about this week is like there are consequences to things that, you know, are beyond anybody's control, uh, you know, but I think people's goal is to, you know, eliminate some of these bad consequences. They just don't want the kids so ever to feel bad behavior. They really. don't want the kids to feel like they didn't get the same as everybody else or. But no one, I mean, it's but that's not the helping thing. That's, them. I'm telling you, it's yeah. not helping them. But that's, you know, when they get older and they have to deal with the fact that they're not getting everything that everybody they can't else gets. Deal with it. And they can't deal with it. And right. then they get either, <coughs> they either get like just dismissive or they get disruptive. Yeah. And so you're either dealing with apathy or behavior. And it's really very frustrating because my kids are only five and six years old. Yeah. And to have a five-year-old look at me and say, no, I'm not do I'm not getting down. I'm not doing that. I, I mean, they know I don't have any real authority to do anything to them. I can call their parents and they talk to their parents the same way they talk to me. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a kid kicking and yelling and screaming and fighting against a parent who was trying to get them to do something. They just don't care. They, I don't know what it is, but it needs to change because... Teachers can't do it, but we can't do it. We can support everything happening at home. We can't be home, you know? Yeah. And really that's what we are. The kids get home and they get like that. And the parents just stick them on a device so that they're quiet and devices and exposure to things they have no business having exposure to. Yeah. I mean, some of the shows my kids tell me that they watch and the games that they play, it's like, my yeah, God, what was the like, one you were telling me about with the blue guy with the weird smile and he like kills people? No, um, I was you told me about it. And I was huggy like, wuggy. Christ, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a kid's thing, but it's very violent, and there's they we're just desensitizing them. They have no like judge of. I mean, when you when a kid lifts a chair up over her head, takes some steps toward me, like she's gonna throw it at me. There's a decision process happening there that's like, what the hell are you doing? I, and that's the thing. It's got to be something more than just what they're seeing, too. It's got to be the lack of parenting. Because I grew up watching wrestling where they were – I watched Mick Foley and The Undertaker in the Hell in a Cell match. And you people that know, you know. You saw some fucked up shit. But let me ask and you. And you're not raising your chair up to somebody that, that, that mildly pisses you off. But let me ask you a question. When I was a kid – the fear of being in trouble with my teacher mm-hmm. was enough to keep me from doing it. Oh yeah. Like I didn't want to be in trouble with the teacher. I didn't want the teacher mad at me. Yeah. And that was enough for me to do what I was supposed to do. And I, I did not enjoy school. Like elementary school was fine. But like after that, I mean, I really did not enjoy school at all. No, but the fear of the teacher being upset with me was enough to deter me from doing anything. Yeah, not that I thought. I mean, my parents weren't overly strict with me. They didn't have to be because I didn't test the boundaries. I knew where the boundaries were, and I was content to live within that. And most of your kids are like that. Mm -hmm. I have twenty kids in my room, and there are five of them that just have no 
Um, I don't know. They just, they're lacking a lot. And I can't even say the parents. I don't know. I just don't know what it is. I think it's a lack of parenting. I really do. That's a big part of it. Plus the food they eat, the processed mm -hmm. food and the chemicals and hormones and antibiotics and all the food that they're eating has to be affecting them in some way. Tilly's down in her bed. Go ahead and lay down. <laughs> My little girl is as sweet as can be. She's raised right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them what she did this morning. <laughs> Kevin, of course, got up before me as usual and he was up and he had the blanket and she was laying with him on the couch. And then I got up and I sat in my recliner and put my feet up and she immediately jumps down and gets up with me. Because mommy is better than the daddy. So I, but she sleeps by my feet all night long. And sometimes I just want to be able to like move my feet, stretch my legs without her there. So I said, I'm, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my feet down because she won't sit with me if my feet are down. So I put my feet down. She jumps down immediately jumps back up on the couch with Kevin but then you get under the blanket. Decides to stay, to stay on, on the blanket and she keeps looking over at me, looking over at me. Like as soon as her feet go up, I'm out of here. So I waited a little bit and then I like kind of quietly stuck my feet up and she jumps down and she starts walking toward the kitchen. Kevin's like, are you going to get some water? Okay, go ahead, go get water. And she then she turns around and runs over, jumps up on like the chair the and sits down <laughs> she between like my flash. feet and looks at Kevin like, I already did it. God damn it. I tricked mommy. And then she's <laughs> looking at me, staring at me because she wants the blanket. And I'm like, no, if you want the blanket, you need to go sit with your daddy because he's got the blanket. I don't want it. She gets what she wants, though. She didn't get the blanket from me, though. No. That is, I didn't give in on that. No. Well, finally, grandma came out and then she felt like, okay, I'll go sit with grandma for a little while. Yeah. But pretty, pretty funny. She is a funny girl. She, I took her to uh, get her nails done. Usually she's like real bad in the car, but she wasn't too bad. She didn't shake any. She was a little anxious, but she wasn't like, she usually starts to shake a little bit. Not as bad as like Chloe used to shake, but mm. you know how she gets. Um, she, she wasn't doing that. And then we went into the, um, the uh, PetSmart. She did her business outside. Thank God she didn't poop in the store, which she's been known to do. She used to do every time we went in there she stopped doing that a while back uh but they weren't ready I, I went in i said i want to get nails from she says can you give us 20 minutes we we you know to get a spot ready sure so i'm sitting and uh just dog came out of nowhere and i thought oh shit because i had her on the leash on the ground and she just walked over to it they looked at each other did a little quick sniff and that was it. She didn't get all angry or barky or anything. She just came back. It's like, oh, that's awesome. She's she, that was great. Now you've brought up that that probably would have went differently had you been there. Right about there, she would not have acted like that. And that's probably true. She would have been in protect mode, or no one's going to come and get attention from my mommy but me. Yeah. And so she will try to fend off attackers. Yeah. Um, cause she's like that when people are here, if I'm not here, she's fine. If I'm here, she's barking at people until they sit down well away from me. So yeah. it's all about me. Yep. <laughs> so there's that. I'm just scrolling through Twitter here to see if there's anything we can talk about. The first thing that comes up says, I listened to a teacher explain apathy is why teachers are leaving. 
Her observations, students don't seem to care about consequences, calling home means nothing, and exciting activities aren't grasping students. Well, there you go. There you go. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, Ooh, last week we uh, celebrated your mom's birthday, had people at the house. That was fun. Yeah, we met mom. Oh, we made crab cakes. Yeah. And um, what we had with it? Uh, the potatoes, shrimp, the shrimp, the feta shrimp. shrimp. If you get a chance, you take some shrimp, you lay it out, and you uh, cover it with oil and uh, what was it? No, you melt garlic butter. Oh, the garlic butter. You cut feta shrimp. You buy feta, like a block of feta, and you cut it, slice it up, and you lay it on top of the shrimp, and then you drizzle shrimp. it with. I said shrimp. <laughs> you said shrimp. Did not. We'll go back to the tape. I said shrimp. <laughs> Um, and then you drizzle it with melted garlic butter mm -hmm. and you broil it. It was really good. It's delicious. It was really, really good. Um, and then Robin brought the crusty ass. Crusty ass cornbread, which mm -hmm. was delicious. Um, so I don't know. I can't think of anything else exciting to talk about. There's nothing in the news. Good. Yeah. Um, I tried to go through the news. There's Burt Kreischer cooking a pizza. Yeah, he fucked it and up. His father-in-law was laughing his ass. Oh, it didn't come off the... His father-in-law was laughing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. Good friend of ours successfully beat cancer's ass this week. Oh, yeah. And uh, That's good news. heading home from the hospital today. That was what the text message was. Good. So, good, good, yay. Good. We love you. Continue to recover. Do your thing. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Well, I can't talk, talk about the big news stories when people get pissed. Yeah, I don't want to be too divisive. Mm -hmm. So that leaves me nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, we move on to the game. Oh, Kevin and his games. We've got the, um, what is it, the do-it-yourself therapy? What would you do? What would you do? Every time we play this game, I'm waiting for John Quinones to come out of the corner. Mm. I wouldn't do what a lot of people do on that TV show. Nine times out of ten, I'd just be walking away. How many do you have? Of, uh, one, two, three, four, five. All right. Who's first? Me, you? Well, you, me. you go first. Oh, it's a long one. What? If our government knew that a deadly virus had entered the country, should they tell the public or keep it quiet to prevent panic? I'm not even kidding. That's what it says. It's probably backwards. I apologize. Should the government tell people if a deadly virus has entered the country or should they keep it quiet? Now, we got these during the pandemic, which means they were printed before the pandemic. So what do you think? Did the government do the right thing or... Hey, Kevin. It's an interesting Yeah, topic. this is 2010. Yeah. 2010. Um, I think the government... I'd like to think they did what they thought they had to do to keep people from dying. That's what I would like to think. Yeah, but that's not what happened. Um, I know you have a different opinion on that. Yeah. 
Hey, I do. I really <laughs> do. Uh, I think, yes, they tell people, of course. Of course you do. You can't it, not Ultimately, tell the government should be honest with the citizenry. It isn't. It almost never is. Um, it, and you can watch news this week and find out all the shit that everybody was bitching about being conspiracy theory, nutbag shit ends up being true. All of it. Every single bit of it is true. But, you know, that's, you know, what do I know? I'm just some fuck guy. But anyway, yes, government should be telling people that there's, you know, a deadly virus out there. It could even give recommendations about what to do about it. Where they went wrong was shutting everything down and just everything that they did was the wrong response. I'm sorry, it really was. It caused more problems. Than but it's it easy to say that in hindsight. Yeah. I mean, when you are watching countries in Europe where people are literally piled up in hospitals dying and you know that we're two to three weeks behind that Mm -hmm. it's easy to say now two years out of it oh we did the whole wrong that was a complete wrong thing but when you're in the middle of that and you're trying not to repeat that i get it in our country they did what they thought they had to do to keep the hospitals from looking like i think they death wards and they they did anyway i think they did what they thought they had to do to do a power grab and it worked. This is where Kevin and I, this is where we go. I have a little bit more, well, any faith in government is a little bit more faith than Kevin has. So, I mean, I, I hate to think that there was some big conspiracy to I don't completely think put the country through a whole. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't mishandled think mishandled pandemic. I think it was just, they, it was an opportunity and they took it. I don't think anybody thought it out. They I just think they, they did things they thought they had to do to keep people safe. Yeah. And they also saw it as an opportunity and they took it. Now, what happened once the main threat of COVID was over, keeping things locked down and that I see it. Okay. That they, they went a the little power bit too and far. They, they were not, they were very, but the initial response. The, when it when it all first technically started. right now we are still under uh, COVID uh, um, uh, emergency. It's still technically a COVID emergency. Well, it's supposed there's to, still a lot of people who get COVID, even though now it's like it's like, like getting a, bad a cold, cold. Mm-hmm. for most people. For most people, yeah. Protect right, the, the old flu people. is like for most people don't have a problem if they get the flu they don't die, but some people do. Yeah, it does. It does have. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was interesting. And I think we'll start seeing more and more of this. Um, the Moderna shot with young people. Causing the myocarditis? I was watching an interview. I don't know if we talked about this before with um, DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. And Michael Strahan was interviewing him and asked him, you know, did the doctors give you any reason why this could have happened? Or you've been healthy up until now? And he's like, oh, I just don't want to get into that. And it made me think that the reason he didn't want to get into it is because some of the doctors said we are looking into whether or not possibly this is a COVID vaccine response. And he didn't want to get in the middle of that shit storm. And I have to applaud him for that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be in the middle of that either. Yeah. If he wants to save his career or anything or have any type of career after this, he did the absolute right thing. Yeah. But, But why else would you say I don't want to talk about it? Like, I can't think of anything any other reason he was being very candid and open about everything else i mean unless he takes 
steroids or something and he didn't want to i don't know mm-hmm. but i don't think so he seems like a but there is a there is a, a correlation they're not saying it's a causation but there's at least a correlation between people that young men particularly that uh, athletes that take the that took the virus the the vaccine and suddenly having issues with myocarditis whether it's severe or not it's it's a whole different thing and they don't you know they're still studying it and you know what are you going to do right so and that's the thing you have to hope that with the infer- what has happened to me as a result is i found that i am a little bit less um trusting of the cdc because of the way they handled Absolutely. it and the information changing it seemed too politically connected to me 100 percent it was and so i'm like the cdc should not be involved i mean i don't know it just the cdc I've lost is a little supposed bit to be in that way above all that fray and it turns out nope they are a thousand percent oh, in the mud with everything else so. all right read your next question because that could get dangerous <laughs> <laughs> when is pride morally wrong well, pride comes before the fall. When is pride morally wrong? I mean, if you let a person die because of your pride. Yeah. I mean, that would be morally wrong. If you knew you could help somebody and you don't because of your own pride, that's morally wrong. Yeah. I don't have that problem. Now, do we have that same, like if you pass by, it happened to us at Seven Eleven. Where there was the homeless man sitting out in front of 7-Eleven with the mm-hmm. sign that said, God help me. Yeah. When you walk by that guy. Okay. So, you know, clearly that dude needs help. Right. And you yeah. just ignore the fact that he's there. But I don't think that's pride. No, no, that's more, I, I guess, not avarice. What is the word? Um, I mean, it's not lack of empathy. No, it's not that either. Because if you were to stop and give food or money to every person you saw doing that that's what you would be doing all day long Mm -hmm. because there are people at every corner yeah um but they shoot him away while they did shoot away the guy from 7-eleven came and shoot him yeah now my first thought was because i told you i got i got out of the car and i was like lock the door because i my concern is your safety so i'm like lock the door (laughs) because the guy with the god save me sign is gonna hurt me I don't know who that guy is. It's true. So, and I kept true. glancing up to see if he was th- getting up or whatever. If you were going to give money to a guy, would you give money to the guy with the sign that said, God help me or God save me? Or the guy with the sign that says, need money for weed? Because remember that guy we saw? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't give money to either one of them. No, but if you were. Like if, if someone were. said, here's $1,000, go give it to one of these two. <sighs> It's a hard call. I'd probably give it to the God. God help me. I think I would too. Because even though the other guy's probably being more honest honest. about what he's doing with the money, but yeah, at least I would too. And I'm not a very let's like the religion and the God calling. I mean, they're probably both doing the same thing with the money. They're they're going out and getting weed or whatever else they're they're trying to get. But I think I could sleep better knowing that maybe that guy used it for yeah maybe. To somehow better his existence. Yeah. Smoking pot's not going to better your existence. It's just going to dull the pain. That's for all. A for a little while. And then you got to go get more money for more pot. Yeah. And I got to smell it. 
and I don't like this melon. <laughs> All right, my turn. Your turn. Okay. If you believed your aging father was no longer a safe driver, would you notify the DMV? No. I would no. take his car. You don't narc his out. Yeah, you just don't let him drive anymore. I mean, we we had that situation. <laughs> My dad, when he, I think the last time he drove, remember he went to Sal's Pizza mm -hmm. and he left the car running with the door open and went inside. <laughs> We're like, okay, dad, I think maybe your driving days are over. Um, but thankfully he didn't really. He didn't fight. fight. He, whenever we were out in the family, anyway, he was never the driver. Your mom, no, always mom, because mom can't stand to have anybody else driving. Yeah. So, um, dad was talking to me this morning about doing puzzles. Okay. The models, he said, he you just run out of places to put them, but puzzles you can just take apart and put back in a box. So I'm gonna buy him like a big puzzle table that's got drawers in it and it spins around and you can just pick it up and move it okay we could probably frame them and uh send them off i think you just the put them off you know just undo them and put them back in the box mm. and do them again later i think if we frame them he signs them and sends i them don't to want to frame them that's expensive oh, and a lot of freaking work <laughs> you don't seem to right, understand you're right, you're right. <laughs> no, I wouldn't notify DMV. I would handle that. No, you don't narc out your parents. You're doing that. You're a fucking asshole. So, anyway, if you knew a relationship wouldn't last, if you knew a relationship wouldn't last, would you keep going out with that person to avoid being lonely? No. I mean, I've been down that road. Yeah. It doesn't work. It's not good. Don't do it. Yeah. Being lonely is better. There you go. <laughs> Stage advice from people that found each other and decided to grow old together. <laughs> right. And we're pulling that and shit off. And we managed to are, do it in are, 16 years. It's great. We're we're killing it. <laughs> uh, if you and your spouse disagree that something is morally wrong, how Which should you <laughs> how should you decide what to do as a couple? We just agree to disagree. It's not. I mean, we you know, there's there's things that we don't agree on uh, on a, on a. a a principal level and it's like okay because well. someone comes to us and it's like hey we're gonna go uh january 6th we're gonna go protest at the capitol yeah and i'm like oh no we're not and you're yeah. like oh yeah the government sucks we are that's what we're doing how do we decide you go and i don't that's how that would happen yeah, that's how that would happen <laughs> now don't get me wrong i wouldn't be protesting because trump lost an election no, there are no tons i wasn't, of reasons say, I wasn't saying that you supported that's that not, at all no yeah I was just using that as an example. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be the guy with the... The shaman? The shaman. Yeah, the guy who was led around by the cops. Great. <laughs> Four years in jail for that. Uh, what or who have you been jealous of in the past? Hmm. What or who you have you been jealous of in the past? I don't really think I've been jealous. Yeah, I wouldn't say I've been jealous either. I mean, I... I Probably, maybe not so much jealous, but envious of like, like my brother. might be a little different. Yeah. My <clears throat> brothers always had their shit together more than I had, at least particularly when, when I was younger, uh, especially Tommy. Tommy's kind of always had his shit together, or at least yeah, after he was a, a teenager. Yeah. Than you. yeah, as a teenager. But when he was in his, you know, as an adult, oh, oh, oh. once he started cranking out kids, he kind of got his shit together. And Billy, same thing. I mean, he once he uh, got married and he was a, a stepdad, uh, he stepped up. So, 
so I always thought that was you know, hold that in kind of high regard. But I do you think I you jealous. haven't stepped up as a husband? And oh, I step up as a husband. <laughs> okay, but, he has been. Know. We've been married longer than he has. Yeah, by well, well, a couple months. But they were together for a long. They time. They were a long time before that. So, not to put their shit out there on the internet, but you know. <laughs> Billy does watch the show. Tommy, I think, still watches the show, but I know Billy does, so that's good stuff. But, yeah, my brother... I mean, envious of their abilities to do things, like yeah. their handiness. Yeah. There's yeah. that, too. I mean, I you know, I struggle to do the handyman shit around the house, which yeah. I need to step up my, my game. We have but... our deck one-fourth of the way torn up back there and uh yeah. <laughs> stay that way i mean i should have done it today but you know what after a six day that's stretch, why i'm I saying just... try to get saturday off and then yeah you would we'll have see. friday saturday yeah maybe i'll see about doing that of course mike works on saturday yeah but if we get a tour apart i can just load it into the van and take it to the stinky dump because that's all i gotta do then is take it to the stinky dump and then we can start figuring out how much soil we need mm -hmm. and how many rocks and things we need so we can get that stuff yeah purchased and we'll take pictures of that as we do it not the tearing the shit up apart uh, sh the <laughs> shit apart we'll do before and after pictures yeah <laughs> but uh we want to you know it, it's a cool thing and if anybody wants to help out by throwing a donation into dollar sign k Rose don't do VA, that if you want to donate money i have a family you can donate money to for reals yeah. all right but if you want to donate to both Okay. Right, your turn. My turn. Would you vote for a politician who lied on a job resume early in his career about graduating from a prestigious university? Wow. Wow. This is this is <laughs> some like, poignant shit. It's like this these questions are coming straight out of today's headlines, and this is mm -hmm. 13 years old. Um, probably not, no. No. I am all about their their principled stance. If they well, if they're if they are lie. still claiming, if they are still claiming they graduated from there, and it's like after the fact, they're like, "Oh no, you didn't actually graduate from there." Then yes, I would have a problem. But if they said, you know, when they first got a job, and they when they first became that, a lawyer, yeah, they said, "Oh, I graduated from uh, Harvard Law," when they didn't, right? But now, twenty years later, they're like, "Oh well, you know, I lied about that." Yeah, then you would still vote for them. If they are, if they're, you know, following the same principles that I do, yeah, probably. So if they agree with you philosophically and politically, everybody then the lying that. is okay. Anybody that voted for Donald Trump has done that. Anybody who voted for Joe Biden has done that. Joe Biden has lied all the way through his career about shit that happened to him in his life. Uh, he, he's famous for plagiarizing speeches and shit like that. Donald Trump they, obviously they lies. They all do it, right? So if you're talking, basing your vote on who who doesn't lie, well, then you don't fucking vote. That's all there is to it. But if you're talking about a lie that at the beginning of somebody's career and it, and it was exposed and they don't have any a long history of lying after that, and they and they uh, uh, espouse to my uh, principles, yeah, they're going to get my vote. It probably would deter me from voting for them. Yeah. Well. I mean, unless, you know, like you said, the well, other per candidate clearly doesn't, I don't know. That's a tough thing for me to say. Think about the guy who's there right now, George Santos. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. I mean, he really should be kicked out. Of, he should be kicked out of Congress. It's ridiculous. But 
technically he has not broken any laws. He lied about everything. He did not. And here's the thing about that, though. Why didn't his opposition find that out and put it, pr present it? No, no, no. No, no, no. It is incumbent it, on you to be honest about it. It is not up absolutely. to, I'm going to tell every lie and hope they don't dig up absolutely. my shit. You're right. You're correct. But what the, every every political race, everyone, including locals, they do opposition research. How it was apparently very easy to disprove there must have all been a this bigger guy's race bullshit. somewhere else that all that opposition research was going to. I guess because they're. I mean, I mean, they quickly found out everything that that guy said was a lie. So you're up. I'm up. <laughs> Are the world's ethics evolving or devolving? Devolving, devolving for sure. Where that is De for sure. The principles of of. Of, of liberty are lost i think well uh, that's not even our country that's the world's ethics. yes yeah. the world's ethics. yeah i believe I so mean, china's flying balloons over our country right now mm -hmm. i'm sure they're out there right now yeah someone i read somewhere that that some chinese uh information gathering thing was tiktok no <laughs> uh Gosh, an oil rig. It's like disguised as an oil rig out in the ocean, but it's not. Yeah, there's probably that's probably a trick that we've used. See, everybody lies. Mm -hmm. Which virtue do you struggle with most? I don't know, is self-control the virtue? <sighs> yeah. Uh, I would say eating. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean that's virtue. probably it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think self control. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Self control is a uh, a virtue that. You know. I woke up yesterday morning, and I said, I had, you know, the shitty meal the night before and the alcoholic drinks, mm -hmm. and I woke up and I you know got up to go to the bathroom, stepped on the scale, I was like, oh fuck, I'm not eating until my 17 hour fast is over today, which would have been like 11:30. And then I got in bed and I was like, we want to do for breakfast. <laughs> like it really wasn't even 20 minutes later. Mm -hmm. I was like, I could really go for a, just, I'm not going to fast this weekend at all. Um, oh, well, that's what I struggle with. Yeah. I, and, and I don't if, know if that's a virtue or not. I mean, I, I, I feel like so. I'm an honest person and I don't mm -hmm. steal from people and, you know, I don't go out of my way to like, hurt people or anything like that right. but controlling my own i control I'm my emotions so very well it's a it's a form of self-harm and you know but yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't and cut myself i just eat <laughs> i'm guilty of it too there are times when i'll take my blood sugar and if it's just too damn high i'm like fuck, fuck it, it i might as well have a the uh <laughs> fucking donut or whatever it is i was contemplating so. that is so true i've already fucked this weekend up so what the hell yeah i'm gonna have a chick-fil-a breakfast and a fucking cheese danish and i'm sitting there in pms deli this morning <laughs> looking at the fucking cookies and i'm like god damn <laughs> i'm i'm weak for cookies that's that's where my weakness is we went to pms deli a couple weekends ago uh -huh. for book club and I was like, let's go ahead and get one. They make the best peanut butter cookies with the Hershey Kiss on it. Oh my God, it's so good. 
And I'm like, let's just get one. Cause we knew we both wanted one. It was like, whatever. So Kevin's like, I'll go up and get it. And he comes back with a box of like six of them. All right. But we're at a table with six people at it. And I'm thinking, oh, all right, I'll offer He's one up to everybody. To be nice. I'm trying to be nice. One person took Bitches one. Bitches wouldn't we take one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like no. that. But, uh, but anyway. <laughs> uh, one push one person took one and then we ate the other four one wonderful person who knew if she didn't eat it i would yeah she took it and then i ate we we we, we ate two and, two and, and a half one. yeah because mm-hmm. you know but i mean god damn it it's like one of the best cookies you're ever gonna have so like the best cookie I think it is the best. We should have got fucking cookies there this morning. Yeah, we should have picked a couple. We've already fucked up this weekend. So. Yeah. Oh. Cookies, man. Cookies. All right. What's the last question? By the way, the kitchen sink cookie from um, Panera Bread is his top tier cookie. That's a top. That is a top tier cookie. Don't go to crumble cookies. The I've had a crumble cookie, and there's nothing so special about a crumble cookie to that cost is that warranting $20. the price yeah. of a crumble. They're like five dollars a piece. The kitchen sink cookie at Panera is also like $4.70 or whatever, but you're going to enjoy every freaking second of it. It's got just a little bit of salt taste to it. That is unbelievable. Anyway, sorry. Yep. Oh, you know what other cookies are good? Those oatmeal raisin cookies from Harris Teeter. Yeah, which have a zero rating on your app. My yeah, my app on how good foods are for you, it comes up as a zero. <laughs> so you might as well eat shit and die. Oh, I haven't been able to force myself to buy it. I, I didn't even look at the store today when I was in there. <laughs> because of the zero? Because of the zero. Well, but it did its job. I don't even want to look at what the, the rating is for the PMS cookies won't be rated. That's true. So we'll never know. Hmm. I mean, they're peanut butter, which isn't really bad for you. Well, maybe we'll head back out in a little bit. <laughs> If a species of fish is on the brink of extinction, will you order it in a restaurant? Depends no. on yeah. No. If it's rock <laughs> if rockfish were endangered, then that, that fucking rockfish is gonna be more endangered. I would not. I'd be like, you're not ordering the rockfish. Those fish I mean, are almost it wouldn't, endangered. Yeah, I mean it, it, for the most part it wouldn't be allowed anyway. So <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, I don't order fish usually anyway. Yeah. I, don't know, but I, like the, I don't like the fish that has like the head on it and all that. That's bullshit. Uh, cut it up if you, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want the head of the great, cow but... still on my steak when it shows up at my table. Yeah, those people that eat head cheese from pigs. Fuck you, man. That That's stupid. That's just stupid. Um, but yeah. All right, well, that's this week, folks. We didn't think we'd had anything to talk about, but I think we're just yeah, producing a damn a fine show. Um, and I guess we're going out to PMS Deli to get some <laughs> peanut butter blossom cookies or whatever they're called. Yeah. Deliciousness. Uh, talk to us in the comments. Let us know how everybody's doing. And I guess have a great week. Until next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs>